How direct is the link between ancient Greek science and modern physics? In some fairly obvious ways, the Greeks were wrong. The atom turned out to be divisible after all, and modern chemistry boasts more than 100 elements rather than the four embraced by Empedocles, and the cosmology of Aristotle and Ptolemy, as we'll hear shortly, would face a profound challenge. But in many ways, the Greeks were right on target. It turns out that the physical world really is explicable in terms of invisible component parts that come in just a few varieties. Compare Democritus's view that there is nothing but atoms and the void with that of quantum theory pioneer Erwin Schrödinger. Matter is constituted of particles separated by comparatively large distances. It is embedded in empty space. The approach of the ancient Greeks was, in fact, remarkably modern. As historian Barnes writes, if their attempts sometimes look comic when they are compared with the elaborate structures of modern science, nonetheless, the same desire informs both the ancient and the modern endeavors, the desire to explain as much as possible in terms of as little as possible. We remember the ancient Greeks not for the conclusions they reached, which were often flawed, but for the reasoning they used to get there, which, given what they knew of the world, was sound. For the first time, people began to study the material that makes up the natural world and the forces that govern its behavior. And from the variety, confusion, and disorder that they saw, they tried to grasp the underlying principles, simple, comprehensible, natural laws. The Greeks may not have been as sophisticated as today's physicists, and their methods were, of course, limited, but their goal was the same. With this first flowering of rational inquiry, writes physicist and historian Bernard Pullman, the principal ingredients of a scientific approach are beginning to take form, the drive to explore the universal and the essential, the belief that nature, under its complexity and astonishing diversity, hides an order that can be articulated in terms of simple elements and their interactions, the hope that, in the best of cases, a unifying reason might even preside over the extraordinary variety and endless changes of the elements of nature, and above all, the conviction that, in this grand cosmic puzzle, only rational elements and events intervene. In other words, there is no place for supernatural mediation. The Greeks, then, were the first to search for unification in nature, not by appealing to the gods, but by examining the world and seeking order from within the apparent chaos. They wanted to find an explanation that was at once simple and all-encompassing. In short, they were looking for a theory of everything. Had t-shirts rather than tunics prevailed in ancient Greece, we can imagine Thales sporting the slogan, All is Water, or Democritus with the catchphrase, It's all in the atoms. The physicists we'll meet in the coming chapters continued the search begun by these early thinkers. Progress, however, was not always swift. Atomic theory, for example, would languish for 23 centuries. The flame of scientific inquiry would not always burn brightly, but once lit, it would never be extinguished. The adventure had begun.